0: Have you ever wondered how deep tech companies actually start? Well, we were too.
1: So in this podcast, we'll be interviewing scientists and entrepreneurs that have taken their ideas out of the lab and turned them into startups. I'm Antonia. And I'm Christina. And this is Startup
0: the Science. Hi, everyone. And thank you for tuning in to this very special, first of its kind, Startup the Science, Where Are They Now? episode (laughs)
2: Yeah, we've been pleased to see that a lot of people are listening to the older episodes of Startup Science. Yeah, we haven't heard from those startups in a while, so we thought we would do an update episode to see what they're all up to now and how they've progressed and how their technology is moving forward into the future.
1: That's right. And the good news is they have progressed. Many of them have new exciting updates for us. And so we decided to invite them on this very special episode and hear those updates. Some of them got investments, some of them have new products, new team members, so we'll hear all about
0: it. And we have six startups for you, so let's get to it. Our first startup on this episode was actually the first episode of season two of our Startup the Science podcast. Any guesses? If you guess nanopattern technologies, then ding, 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 you're a winner. 50 million points for you. So that episode aired on the 6th of January. If you haven't listened to it, give the play button a little push the next time you're scrolling through our episodes. It's it's a really good one. So to recap, Nanopattern is commercializing a quantum dot ink that enables energy-efficient full-color micro-displays for AR-VR applications. He covers more of the VR side in his update, but uh, no, no, no spoilers. Um, they make a photo-patternable, I can't ever say that word, they make a photo patternable ink that enables electronics manufacturers to make displays that are 70% more energy efficient and have a 50% more <laughs> better color experience. Maybe that's a bit of an inside joke, but that tagline, I'm pretty sure everyone had it memorized by the end of AdMacom 2019. It's a solid tagline. Um, one thing to mention he does speak a tiny bit of Japanese at the beginning of this update, no fear. He is just saying that it's been a while since we last talked. So here's you updating us from Chicago about nanopattern technologies.
3: Well, how So good to see you again. Um, so here at nanopattern, uh, when we last left off at AdmaCom, we were, you know, continuing to develop the technology, really getting the, the key factors de-risked, and we are Continuing to do that, uh, we've uh, now at this point de-risked uh, two out of the three major de-risking factors. And after we're done with everything, we, we hope to really accelerate the, the shipment of samples to potential partners and customers. Since the last time we talked, um, we have raised a total of $1 million in non-dilutive grants and gifts. And that has really enabled us to accelerate the, the de-risking and the commercialization process. With the help of AdmaCom's introductions, uh, we have entered uh, conversations with uh, four customers and six partners at this point, uh, which will really kind of uh, help us to bring the technology to a larger and global audience. And in the light of the the current situation in the the U.S. and in the world, you know, we are of course sheltering in place. Uh, we're very proud to say we are, um, you know, our employees are healthy and they are continuing to get paid, uh, which we're very proud of. Uh, we are also making diversity a huge priority for our company. So in uh, leadership, as well as in future hiring, we're really committing ourselves to uh, making sure we make an active role in uh, diversifying our company. And we hope to. We hope it's not just a marketing ploy in us saying that we really want to do this, and I, I, I feel very strongly about this. So that is something that we hope to do. We have, uh, since our past conversation, um, we have continued to do customer discovery. And we have found that um, you know we have really narrowed down our scope and um, the areas and markets we want to get into. Uh, one in particular that we're very interested in is something called micro-LED displays. So right now, augmented reality is becoming a very important thing. Uh, it's how humankind will really interface with digital interfaces in the future. The reality is it's supposed to look like this, right? I'm holding onto my glasses. They're sleek, you know, they're very incognito, right? Uh, but the reality is they're really bulky, right? Uh, if you've seen AR headsets there, they have weird glass panels in the front. There's a massive battery pack in the back. Um, it's not a very attractive thing. You don't want to wear that in a cafe. So one of the things that people want to do is reduce the bulk, improve the battery life, and also cure something called ARVR sickness, uh, which is uh, where you know if you read in a car, you might get a little sick from that whole process. So one of the key solutions is something called micro LEDs. Um, because they're energy efficient, you can make the headsets less bulky. It has faster refresh, which means that it uh, reduces AR-VR sickness. And it's brighter, so you can actually use it outdoors. One of the big issues is uh, it's typically some of the best uh, performing micro LEDs are still monochrome, so it only emits in one color. Consumers like us, as well as um, the B two B applications and surgical suites, as well as uh, construction and collaboration work, um, all of them typically require uh, full color, so tricolor displays. So you know if we can make micro LEDs. Have all these great value propositions, but also be a full-color display—that would be amazing. And this is where nano pattern is coming in. Um, so we are manufacturing again a quantum dot ink, which we sell to um, display makers to enable the next generation of energy-efficient tricolor micro displays. In particular, I have a few asks. Uh, one in particular is if you are a micro-LED maker or a QD supplier uh, interested in our technology, please go ahead and reach out to uh, my email, which is uh, ucombe at nanopatterntechnologies.com. Ahoy!
0: Ahoy, yes. We'll leave you's contact information in the description alongside all the information from the other startups you'll hear in this episode as well. And since we heard you talk about quantum dots.
1: Um, maybe like us, you're not uh, quite sure what quantum dots are. Well, now we know, but we didn't always know. And one of the startups that came on our podcast in season one, actually episode three, so very early on, when we barely knew what we were doing, was custom Dot. And Kim was uh, very generous and gave us a very nice explanation of quantum dots, how they can be used, why this advanced materials can change display technologies. So what Custom Dot, her startup, does is they're an advanced material startup that produces on-chip grade and cadmium-free quantum dots. And so that's very, very cool. And Kim has become a good friend of ours, and she agreed to come back on our podcast, this time also with uh, one of her colleagues, Igor, who you'll hear in a second. And they talked about the very recent investment round um, that they that they successfully raised. And also, just about the fact that they, in the meantime, founded their company because when we met them, they were not officially Custom Dot. So, here's Kim and Igor all the way from Belgium talking about Custom Dot.
4: This is Kim. And um, today on the podcast, I brought my uh, colleague Igor. So, uh, since uh, the last podcast, we actually founded uh, our company that happened in January of this year. And uh, we're uh, very proud of this.
5: We wanted to start immediately with uh, VC funded, and uh, it took us a long time, but uh, we managed to get uh, 3 million euros from three uh, different VC funds, to Belgium, Cubic, which is uh, specialized in uh, financing spin offs of uh, Belgian universities, uh, PMV, which is a uh, Flemish uh, government fund, and uh, Vigo Ventures, a new photonics uh, specialized uh, fund. From Poland.
4: And with that money, we're going to build a brand new lab and it's going to be ready in October and we're super excited about uh, moving in there. We're, of course, also going to improve our technology and uh, grow our customer base and, of course, also grow the team. So there's been some changes in, in the team um, and we're super excited by all the people that uh, have joined us. So the first uh, person that has, that joined us is, is Willem, Um, He's also one of the uh, co-founders. He's mostly in charge of technology.
5: A a bit later, uh, Bruno joined, who is uh, in charge of uh, business development uh, at CustomDot, who built a few companies and then had uh, some successful exits and uh, has a lot of experience in business development. And we are also very excited that we actually hired uh, two or actually three first employees a third one will still start uh, within a month.
4: So uh, we have people to help us uh, with the quantum node synthesis and uh, also one person to develop the, the encapsulation like the, the polymer that we're using.
5: So Valeria is uh, in charge of quantum dot synthesis and Adelaide, uh, she's this, uh, our polymer expert.
4: Yeah, And then Raphael is joining us in uh, July and he's going to um, help Valeria with uh, uh, quantum dot synthesis, but he's also an expert in upscaling.
5: We will also use this funding uh, to develop our business plan. Uh, We are strong believers uh, of a definition of a startup that is that it's uh, different from a normal company because it doesn't have a fixed business plan that it can execute, while a normal established company actually has a business plan that it can focus on execution. So we are still in search of this business plan and we are, as, as true scientists, we are coming up with hypotheses and we are setting up experiments and we are testing them in the field.
4: So the custom dot technology has grown into a, a platform technology because the applications for uh, quantum dots are really numerous. And we also want to let our customers decide what uh, will happen or what they want to do with the uh, quantum dots. And then we want to assist them in actually reaching their target, which is the integration of the quantum dots in a certain device. Um, so if you would have any idea on, on uh, where you would want to use quantum dots in, you can always contact us. You can find all our contact information on uh, www.customdot.com. Custom dot is spelled with a Q.
1: So that was Custom Dot, and we're very glad to hear that um, they were successful in raising some money for their very promising startup. And on that topic, we're glad that many of our startups have raised investment recently, including our next one coming from Denmark, which
2: is G, the winners of Adcom two thousand and nineteen. In fact. And you might also know them from Season 2, Episode 8 of the podcast. And just a recap of what Celugy does, they've developed a bioplastic that is 100% biodegradable and could one day be seen on our supermarket shelves. So now we're going to hear from Serena from Celugy, who has some updates on the team and also some funding updates.
6: It's nice to be back in the Startup the Science series of podcasts. Um, if you haven't heard that uh, prior, Uh, registration, Celogy is an award-winning biotech company with the objective of designing disruptive nanocellulose materials that are enabling more readily recyclable alternatives to the conventional packaging nowadays. In the previous podcast, we showcased what Celogy has been going through in the last two years, and you also have a little bit of insight on how to deliver killing pitches, either in front of investors or for other competitions and events that you might be going through as an early-stage startup or a growing startup at at the same time. For the last three, four months, since our uh, latest encounter in the podcast, Salogy has been going through some interesting changes. For starters, we are having one of our co-founders going on maternity leave. So one younger family member is coming to join us in a month. And we are very excited for that. Uh, However, somebody has to do the work. So we have hired Trina uh, very well-rounded professional in microbiology background and other R&D-related activities. She has been working um, mostly in Europe, Denmark, UK, and France, and she'll take over some of the lab activities while we have our chief scientist on maternity leave. And then on behalf of our company showcases to the general public, Salji has been featured in the recent Theory of the the magazine, the Chemical Manager magazine, you can find the link in our uh, LinkedIn profile page. You can read there about the general business idea, the general pitch, and some of the milestones that Celagy has been going through for the last two years. The final announcements that I have for you is in relation to our funding scheme and how we've been progressing in, in, in that regards. Sology for the last um, two years has been acknowledged for very good activities in bootstrapping. So we have raised quite a lot of money with different grants and funding, either national or international scope. In the last three, four months, we have uh, concluded a very good pre-seed round in collaboration with Aarhus University. It's a funding that we are receiving from the Bioinnovation Institute in Denmark, which is supported from a... Novo Foundation. And then after this, actually uh, brand uh, news for for the Startup the Science podcast, this week Celogy is conducting the interview to be submitted for the Horizon 2020 SME Instrument Phase 2. So we are expecting hopefully a 2.3 million um, euros in funding. As for our seed investment, and we have the interview on Thursday, 2nd of July, so fingers and toes crossed for us. If that happens, Celergy is going to progress very nicely in the next two years to prepare for the pre-scale and scale phase so that our technology has a very strong introduction of Ecoflexy to the market. This is the quick news on the team introduction to other partners in the chemical and packaging industry and the funding that Celugy has been nailing recently. Thank you for being with me. And if any questions, feel free to reach us on our LinkedIn page or website. I'm Serena and good summer.
2: So that was CellUG and another 2019 Admacom startup who recently received funding is Fleep Technologies, who you may have heard on season two, episode five of this podcast. Fleet Technologies is in the business of developing flexible, transparent, transparent and recyclable electronics. They employ only carbon-based materials, making their electronic devices recyclable, and are applying their technology to the biomedical and packaging industries. So today we're going to hear an update from Giorgio and Andrea on their investment, and also some developments in their team, and some further applications for their technology in the future.
7: Yes, it's me and Andrea. Um, Actually there is a very good news, Uh, even though the the COVID situation has tried uh, a lot in Italy, we were were able to close our seed round of funding, mostly from business angels, all uh, the biggest angel investors associations in Italy just joined uh, together. Uh, for our seed round, and we closed uh, about 800,000 euros of seed round. And that, of course, will uh, help us a lot with uh, our development plan. Uh, As uh, people might remember from our last podcast, we are involved in printed electronics, uh, and afterwards Andrea will explain better what is actually that we are doing. But uh, yes, our uh, roadmap technology, roadmap is pretty tight. And yes, of course, um, the main, the key points that we want to achieve uh, with this fundraising uh, are, uh, of course, uh, as I said, completing the team. Uh, Andrea has uh, an extremely interesting background on printed and flexible electronics with a specific. Focus on high frequency printed electronics, that it's something extremely uncommon today. He really complements our team uh, on uh, all the aspects, and so he will uh, manage mostly all the technological improvements and parts. Uh, of course, Paolo remains there as uh, the, the head of the lab and uh, who is really, really handling the real fabrication. There's probably me and Andrea wouldn't be able to do that, of course. And, uh, Uh, Yes, uh, these other two guys uh, who are joining us later also have uh, an extremely interesting experience and and, uh, background in the printed electronics world. One of those, we did the PhD together, so now he's joining back again after some uh, experience in another company, also in the organic electronics industry. The other guy instead is another electronics engineer as well as a PhD and a postdoc in organic and printed electronics, uh, specifically on photodetectors and other means. The, the dream team of Flip. Uh, we, we were pretty happy because uh, all, all the people uh, we found actually were our first choices. And so that was important. Uh, yes, uh, of course, uh, the money will, uh, will help us to do our roadmap and to execute our roadmap. Our roadmap is not only technological, it's also on the corporate side, of course, uh, looking for proof-of-concept projects and companies who are interested in trying to understand what this technology can do. Uh, I, I guess it's uh, a key point in, a, in, a, in the life of a startup to do that. Something else that we have to do, of course, is work a lot on the intellectual property side and uh, try to protect as much as we can uh, of, uh, of our technology. Since, of course, we are going to, as a business model, we are going to rely mostly on a licensing base. So it's, pre- it's pretty important to protect what we have. And yes, those are the key points. We are uh, going to develop some uh, interesting demonstrators um, in the packaging field and biomedical field, uh, and That's it. Maybe now Andrea will explain you a bit better what we're
8: doing. I'm Andrea. I recently joined the team at FlipTech. Very excited to work with them on on printed electronics, which which was also my background. Uh, I've worked as a researcher uh, on the topic uh, for the past years. Um, What we're going to do with FlipTech is to to provide, it's basically integrated circuits with uh, organic and printed electronics. We are working on the transistor level. Uh, we're going to create the circuitry that is necessary to drive, to control, to integrate sensors, actuators, and all the beautiful things we see uh, in the market, in the flexible and printed electronics market. We think that this is the actual missing connection between all these elements in order to create the actual applications. We're going to provide that, and we already uh, demonstrated a bunch of beautiful circuitry and driving uh, capabilities and integrations with uh, some kinds of sensors, and in the next uh, months we are going to expand our integration capabilities with new kinds of sensors for applications in the uh, biomedical field and sensing, gas sensing, temperature sensing, all of this uh possible application fields.
7: And, and yes, of course, uh, it's uh, extremely interesting trying to create a, such kind of application as Andrea was saying. The core is that we have to connect multiple elements that usually are nowadays not joined together by any mean, if not standard electronics. And that's kind of a pity when you see uh, so many interesting devices on the market that are completely printed and flexible and maybe scalable. And so uh, the thing is uh, getting all together. But uh, to do that, of course, uh, what we are doing is also creating a, a large partnership network. We are trying to join many companies that we find interesting in the printed electronics market. So it's mostly startups, very few corporates up to now, for our our own choice, just because we really, really strongly believe uh, in mutual collaboration for success of such such a project. It's uh, we guess it's it's really important to join together all the forces uh, and all the efforts. So that uh, everybody can go in the same direction and uh, achieve success for an entire industry, not only for our company. Okay, so that was Fleep Technologies. And now we
2: have another startup in the field of printed electronics.
1: That's right. We're now going to hear from Oraltech. Tech. Um, they're one of our brilliant startups and they were on our podcast in the very last episode of season one. And you might remember Oral Tech stands for Organic Electronics, and they've created a process that can print metal on any kind of surface. They don't care if it's 2D, 3D, they can print it. So we love Oral Tech. Um, actually, if you've watched our AdmaCamp demo day, we did that from their office. We're uh, good friends with them, and you'll hear now from Konstantin and Natalia talk about their new office, team, website, investment, everything. Uh, so here's Natalia
9: and Konstantin. Hello, we didn't talk for a while, maybe even more than a year, so here in Oral Tech, we have uh, a lot of good news. We, uh, we got an investment, we doubled size of our company, moved to new space, so there are many things to update for The First of all, it's very important for startup, is that we had an investment this winter, And we found really great uh, collaboration with these investors. And we're very glad to have them on board in our company. And we uh, increased the amount of our company twice. (laughs) So we started as two people. Now we are four. We are really, really glad to have on board our two new colleagues, uh, Marie Westphal, who is our new commercial director and Dr. Christina Lovreg. She is our new R&D chemist. It's really great. Uh, So also we moved to larger space. So we have a large office and large uh, lab space. And it was really great. We did it just before Corona crisis. And um, so... At this point, uh, we we really, as a startup, made a good step forward. We moved to our products, and we are looking for new customers. And we are very soon going to launch our new site uh, with uh, all our products on it so that our customers can you know, to study it and check on it. And also we they can find here a sample kits where, where we can give them a samples of the products that they they can do with our inks. So if you're interested in what are possibilities of our inks, you always can get a sample kit on our new site.
10: Okay, so uh, I will just uh, add to what Natalia just said, uh, more of a of, uh, technical uh, aspects of, uh, of the update. Uh, so like uh, Natalia said, we are now uh, actively looking for new customers. We have a very nice uh, line of products, the ones we talked about, the transparent layers and the highly conductive layers. We also have uh, developed solutions for flexible medical devices. Uh, as it maybe requires some special metals like uh, gold or uh, platinum. We also developed a very a nice, uh, very very cost-efficient solution for coating of uh, 3D substrates with, with, with metallic layers. And uh, if uh, every anyone is interested, they should just, just contact us through our website, or through a new version of our web- website, and uh, we will get uh, in touch with them. And I want to thank, thank the Inam team for uh, uh, for, for, for the great uh, job they're doing. Uh, we really enjoy listening to uh, your podcast, guys.
0: That is too sweet. We enjoy their company more than anything in the world. Thank you, Oral Tech. <laughs> so last but not at all the least is Eden Technologies. Their episode aired... February of this year. But the last time we truly talked to them, I think, was when they were here last year for AdmaCom 2019. And if you guys remember the last time Katya and Severine were on, they talked about their soft and dry electrodes and how they were about to put their first avocado <laughs> products out there for the world to purchase and use. But that seems like forever ago when you hear this update. So with that, here's Katya and Severine giving us their wonderful updates about. Idun.
11: Hello, everybody. This is Katja from Idun. Hi, this is Serin from Idun. The last time we had the the podcast recording, our team was uh, at home, busy working on the on our product launch. So in the meantime, this happened. We have our first product on the market, and we've been dealing with the with the manufacturing, with the outsourcing. So we now have a very skilled uh, external manufacturer who is taking over the production. So the engineering team can actually do engineering again and uh, not production. On the material side, we also have very good news. We since um, developed a new material for our conductive electrodes. The new material is much easier to process and it's it's more versatile. So we have many, many more options of, of different you know, products, actually, or substrates. We can um, functionalize with our electrode material and this opens up a completely new market for our electrodes?
12: For the whole company strategy. So when we were at Enam, we were still an electrode manufacturer, so component manufacturer. We learned quite a lot also at Enam and how to earn money actually uh, from material. And as a component manufacturer, it's quite tricky. So uh, it's always the game of margin. And because we also kind of understood back then when we were working with our customers that we had to help them a lot on the electronics side and also a lot on the data side, which are things that we have been doing in-house for internal testings. Uh, we decided that uh, we were going to uh, build upon on top of the electrodes, on top of the material. And so strategically, we are shifting from a component uh, company to a um, full stack company. And we have a strong focus in brain measurements, so in EEG measurements. And we are strongly working on integrating brain monitoring into hearables. So, those are wearables that are already uh, in use on the market. Uh, So, over ear or in ear EEG. And that's uh, where kind of the whole company strategy is going. So, that means for us (laughs) that we're not just uh, building the materials. or Our company is not just a material scientist uh, company, but we are building upon electronics because we have to develop uh, electronics that enable EEG recordings because currently electronics is for audio in uh, those devices. And also the whole data pipeline. So what kind of data can we extract from the ears and how can we uh, structure them for uh, the end consumer? Uh, And the end consumer for us as a B2B company uh, would be, for example, Spotify or Headspace or YouTube and how they can integrate brainwaves data uh, with their medium. So there is quite a shift (laughs) from back then. But so we are launching the second product quite soon, uh, which was back then also on our pipeline, which is the one that goes through the hair. So this is the electrode that goes yeah through the hair for the brain measurement. And there flew a lot of engineering on the material side on how to make them compliant and flexible and still conductive because currently the electrodes that go through the hair um, are very hard. So after 10 minutes, can starts to hurt. Big up to our engineering team. They've done <laughs> really great work and we are in the process of outsourcing the manufacturing again. So that's A good one for us, and also more margin on this product for us. So, this is going to be a good kickstart for our greater vision. What can we say also? Yeah, we had a team expansion, quite focused on going more on the data side. So, we have um, a few people working on data processing and on how to structure our data and on how to position the electrodes in and around the ear to extract the data needed for specific applications. So that's been a really good addition to our materials team. And the next hiring process will be quite focused on the understanding of those data, so neuropsychology. So if anyone listening (laughs) has a neuropsychology background and would really like to enter the neurotech environment, just please feel free to contact. We will start hiring because we also are closing our financing round. Some of you might have heard of or read that Sony uh, startup acceleration program invested. So for us, it's a great step into integrating our technology into headphones and in-ear phones. Yeah. So also back then at Enum, I was the CTO of Enum Technologies and we could hire Moritz, which used to be my master thesis supervisor. And he's now our head of engineering and he's doing such a great job. He (laughs) also
11: feeds us girls with chocolate.
12: (laughs) No, it's really awesome. And so I could give away my technical uh, leading position and now I'm concentrating on customer side. Uh, I still uh, work on the IP, but more on a strategical level. And so, yeah, the engineering team is in good hands. Katja? And uh, also,
11: (laughs) um, this is important to me, but I think uh, to everyone, we have lots of girls, even more than before. Um, so uh, to our surprise, lots of uh, female engineers apply, and at the moment we have a very, very, uh, very good team of girls in the lab. We are really making progress, and uh, yeah, I really like that. Yeah, me
12: uh, No, I like that too. No, you know, because I'm always so happy when we have like those spontaneous people applying, and. A lot of female apply and I'm always like yay because <laughs> so many people like oh we don't find talented females engineers whatever, and whatever I'm like yeah, you're doing something wrong <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there are a lot of them. <laughs> so we, we really I'm very happy about that. I'm quite proud. So yeah thank you Christina for for having us today.
11: We like to think back at the great time we had with you in Berlin with the whole inam team and we hope to be able to visit you uh, again soon when all this COVID stuff is over and we can travel again.
12: Yeah, that was awesome. And I would also like say to every company working with materials, uh, this is a great accelerator because material innovation is not that easy and it's very specialized. So it's great to have people that have made it give their inputs. And it made us change our strategy from going away from being just a material company. Uh, So that's that's also good. And we also made some valuable connections there. Yeah, so thank you.
0: Very, very
11: cool program.
0: That was insanely nice of them to say all that. I hope we get to see them in Berlin again one day, too. So if you are a material startup, listen to Edun. AdmaCom is still open for applications on our F6 z page, so make sure to apply if you're a material science startup. And then maybe you can also be on our podcast.
1: <laughs> so we hope you enjoyed that. We definitely did. It's always nice to hear back from our startup friends. And it's great also to see that even during Corona times, they've managed to raise investments, um, hire new people. Also check our LinkedIn page. We have some posts about other startups that are hiring at the moment. And we're always posting updates on all of our startups there.
0: Thanks for listening. And we'll see you all again next time. Thanks for listening to Startup the Science. If you like our show and want to know more about what we do, check out our
1: website at enum.brewin. And don't forget to leave us a review. Until next time.